What's up, listeners? On this week's pod, we'll drink some beers and give you the nine draft. After some thoughts on the NFL through eight weeks, we'll give out week nine bookie show picks. Lastly, stump town, and then we out. Let's do it. That, my friends, is the sound of a couple crisp beers being cracked or popped. And this is the sound of your favorite podcast, The Rookie Show. That's right, everybody. Welcome back to The Rookie Show. I am one of your two hosts, Travis Knoll. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Joining me, as per usual, Mr. 503, I have terrible eyes and I need... My brand. So I'm calling 1-800-COIN-TEXT. Nice. Of his coin. Uh, what up, coin? Spooky season is upon us. Is that a ghost? No. It's a noltergeist. Oh, what up? No. I don't think, I think that's a new one. It doesn't ring a bell. Is it? Yeah. Okay, nice. Good. Great. Uh, happy like Halloween. Yours, it's, a, it's like a, it's a double up because I'm also fucking blind. I know. I tried to think of a, I should have said like, he's fucking blind, but I had to say mm. my brand. So I had to say I'm right. blind. I'm right. blind. I'm blind. Uh, happy Halloween coin. Happy Halloween. No. Do you have Very a excited. costume? I, I'm not wearing one currently, mm. nor will I be tonight. I think my, my building is doing some sort of party this evening, but... Yeah, I won't be in attendance, sadly. Did you do any Halloween-related things this weekend? Or are we going to get to that? I did. And it's going to get in my beers. Okay, but I did we'll say, there. so my work today, uh, we do like the partios. I've talked about them. They had one today, and people brought in their kids in one of like the studios. I think it's our photo studio. They set up like a little like haunted walkthrough thing, whatever. And then there was snacks and beers and all that. So I went and had a beer. And then I saw there's a bucket of candy off to the side. Oh, with a good assortment. And I hadn't seen these before. I was probably just late to the boat. I didn't know that they were doing the individual packs of the peanut M- peanut butter M&Ms now. Mm. So I'd only seen... I've, I've only ever seen, obviously, like, regular and peanuts. The peanut butter are news to me. So, so exciting. I assume that means you took that one single candy from the bucket and you still have it unopened? I took that and also a peanut M&Ms and I ate the peanut M&Ms. Okay, only two. I would have I would have taken more. Yeah, I had a cupcake at lunch today, mm, so okay. I didn't feel like I needed the extra sweets. Cuz I'm on a diet. Yeah, right. Katie was at the grocery store when I got home and I was like, "Get some Halloween candy." She's like, "For what?" I'm like, "For us to eat. Just <laughs> buy it. Eat it? <laughs> what am I talking about?" Uh, yeah. So I just had one uh, Reese's cup a second ago, so. Mm, nummy. I'll Big like that. like the the miniature pack or like the no. actual small. It ones? was a regular two pack of regular Reese's cups. <laughs> uh, and I had one of the cups. Okay. <clears throat> okay. That's I don't we I'm sure we've talked about this, but I think the original cup size and shape are best. Well, yeah. <clears throat> excuse me. The um the like holiday ones are real awesome, like the trees and the and the bunnies and stuff like that. But if you're well, just yeah, talking, I mean the the Easter the Reese's egg yeah, is the egg, yeah, goaded, right. I would say. But if you're just talking like the minis that you typically get in Halloween candy versus just the regular size cup, I go regular size cup all day. I would agree with you. Okay, yeah. Okay, good. Uh, let's get into a coin. What are you drinking this evening? Noel, I've got for you um, another. Like I said, the main level beer. 
mm-hmm. right around the corner. I've got the Go Hef Yourself uh, German style Hefeweizen. Nice. Uh, it's a nice, yeah, black and black and yellow, you know, Wiz Khalifa style bumblebee can, bumblebee tuna. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's pretty plain can, plain design, but again, no, no labels here. This is real. This is the real shit. And some some to be said about just a pretty clean can. Okay, it's okay. I, it's uh, yeah. Levels it's, it got a, a high bar. Desired. Yeah, I think they're, yeah, they're a little below their, their own bar. But especially especially, I should have gone first with this one and then came in hot with the Space Cat nine thousand or five thousand. But uh, this one is good, and I really do uh, the German style hefts with like that little hint of like kind of banana flavor. Mm. Very, very in on that. Okay, me likey. Good, glad to hear it. Mm-hmm. So that's that's a nummy beer. Um, what do you got for me, Noel? Oh, I know what it is already, baby. Coin. Uh, having just been up in Wisconsin, uh, I did stack uh, stack up on some New Glarus brewing. New Glarus, if you're a new, yes. but we call it New Glarus. Uh, and I did not just get the spotted cow, just for you, Coin. I got the Moon Man. Moon Man. The Let's no coast. It's actually a no coast pale ale. It, it doesn't claim to be a uh, IPA necessarily, but haven't had it in some time. And this is the fir- I've, first time I've cracked one of the six pack that I bought. Mm. Really, really good. Really, really good beer. Yeah. Yeah, the, uh, we've beer. talked about the labels very lame. It's just a paw, and I don't really know why. It doesn't um, even make any fucking sense. I don't understand that at all. Well, actually, I can read this. I probably have read this on the pod, too. Actually, have I done a Moon Man on the pod, or just a spider? I, I can't remember. Okay. It says, Moon Man is always... is Sorry. Moon Man is a seriously cool cat. Always comfor- ah. comfortable in his own skin. He never tries too hard. So cool, we named our no-coast pale ale after him. So it's maybe somebody's cat. Um, you hold a session beer with a bright, bold blend, blah, blah, blah. Okay, not that exciting. So I guess it's named after a cat. I don't know. Oh, a cat named okay. Moon Man. Yeah. Just feel like a, the, the name Moon Man, like a beer with the name Moon Man, should have a cooler can than that. Mm-hmm. But whatever. It should. Anyway, uh, I did have, we'll get to it. I did have several spotted cows up in Wisconsin, uh, but we'll get there. So, Sick. Coin, what, uh, what beers you got for me? Pretty pretty chill week of beers, honestly, Noel. Um, yeah. Saturday Saturday I did end up going. Wait, what did I do on Friday? I'm trying to remember. Oh, I remember now. Uh, Friday afternoon, I was I was texted by a friend, friend of the pod, Matt Fay, and he he said that uh, he was like, "Oh, what are you doing this evening?" Like right around six, and I, I says, "Oh, I have no plans." He said, "You should come down to my company's bingo thing. It'll be cool. There's free pizza and beer." And I was like, "Sweet, sounds good. Bingo party. That sounds great." Um, and he was like, yeah, I'll be emceeing though. And I was like, okay, well, will any of like, will your wife be there or your brothers that people that I know? He said, no, it's <laughs> <was> like, okay. <laughs> so just me and your coworkers, he said, you could bring a friend. <laughs> I said, okay, I will. So we walk in and of course he does not remotely mention one time that this is in fact, uh, a, a costume party. This is his works Halloween uh, giveaway party that they're doing like their holiday festivities at too. Bummer. Uh, and so we show up to this bingo thing and neither of us are dressed up. Everybody else is dressed to the nines. Um, but they're all good sports about it. I walk in and he immediately says, Oh, everybody, this is Elvis. And then he goes, he's bald. Show them. <laughs> and so I had to take <laughs> off my hat and I was like, yeah, no, he wasn't lying. I'm bald. Super bald. Um, and everybody's like, Oh, wow. Cool. Um, so we get there, we're playing and I gotta be honest with you that, so they're giving away some prizes and one of the prizes on one of the bingo things was, um, $25 added to your check, 
uh, for the next pay period, which I thought was pretty funny. And I wanted to win that one real bad, real bad. <laughs> um, but instead of me, my friend Casey did, in fact, win mm. win that that round. And he won like a squishmallow. And then obviously they just they ended up rolling over the 25 to the next one. So the person behind him got double lucky, which was nice. Oh, tasty. Yeah. Um, and then on Saturday, we had a little little soiree at my, my buddy's house. And uh, I went as Stanley Tooch Chains. A little combo of Stanley Tucci and Two Chains um, from the Instagram cooking videos that I am so fer- so very fond of. Right, he was that he was on the celebrity mashup the other day, right? Yep, sure was. Um, it was a pretty tame night, gotta be honest with you. Did not not a whole lot going on. I mean, I probably only had seven or eight beers, a few shots, a few drinks at the bar, but. <laughs> in in, in terms weird. of what I normally do, feel like it was pretty tame. I didn't get like super blacked out or anything like that so all in all pretty successful do you think you have a higher than average success rate at bingo in your life i think i have a higher than average success at skill based or luck based games that's not what i asked uh bingo i would say no honestly i don't know if my lifetime bingo winnings are very high would you i'm exactly with you i feel like i i also think i have above average hit rate at luck based games but bingo not being one of them yeah, like I, never no, I can't shit. remember winning more than once or twice in my life at bingo, to be mm-hmm. honest. Mm-hmm. Came pretty close on a couple big ones, but no, okay. I wouldn't say so. Okay. Sounds what about like you, Noel? Nice weekend. Um, <clears throat> we uh, went on up to Wisconsin. We Katie had bought us tickets to go to a Packer game a few months ago uh, just because we're getting out of Chicago soon and we hadn't been up to Lambeau. It's like a three-and-a-half-hour drive. So we're like, we got to get up there. Would have been nice to get up there when uh, Aaron Rodgers was playing and the team was any good whatsoever. Um, Yeah. But we drove up. We stayed in Milwaukee on Saturday night just to make the drive a little um, shorter. It's like an hour and a half from Milwaukee. Got there a couple hours before the game. And uh, I got to say, it's actually some similarities to Buffalo, but it's just like such a different vibe in like a smaller town with the big city. It just feels like a big college where everybody is jacked. The, I mean, you've heard everything about Lambeau, so I'm not telling you anything you haven't heard before, but it truly is just like a neighborhood and like all the parking is just people's yards. And so we parked like, I don't know, less than a 10 minute walk from the stadium in somebody's yard for 15 bucks and just paid them cash. Most of those people have like tailgates going in their garage. <laughs> so when people like park in their yard, they like invite them in, give them free booze and stuff, uh, give them free food. Uh, let them use their bathroom, stuff like that. And um, we were just... <laughs> That's fucking awesome. <laughs> we were just walking from our car and like there'd be a lady who's just like standing on her porch. She's like, you guys want some jello shots? Just like to us. We're like, uh, I'm like, I'm, st- I'm there with my pregnant yes. wife and I'm like, uh, no. Oh, I guess I am breaking news on the pod that my wife is pregnant. Uh, that is that, oh, is, yeah. that is news. If you hadn't heard... I mean, you can blink it out if you want to. But. No, no, it's, it's public news. We didn't went and got the ultrasound and stuff, but... Um, any Hoosiers, uh, so it was mm-hmm. awesome. The, the, the vibes at Lambeau were as great as you can imagine. Uh, everybody in a good mood, despite being, uh, fans of a pretty terrible team. The game was, um, kind of as, as expected. I mean, the saddest part of course was Kirky tearing his Achilles. That was yeah. very sad, which we didn't know until after the game. I just saw him kind of limping off, hoping it was like a sprained ankle or something. But, uh, yeah, the Packers looked really bad. And, uh, the, yeah. yeah, the fans were not happy. You said that, I was going to say, you said the fans really turned on Jordan Love. 
Yeah, I, I didn't get the sense there was much confidence whatsoever in Jay Love, and it's rightfully so. He, he had some bad passes. Kind of reminded some of last night's Jimmy G, where they're just missing open dudes, although nobody yeah. was open as, as Devontae was last night, but... Um, it yeah, was a great that, time. Um, it's what a what a crash down to earth after week one of just dismantling a Bears team and you know putting up forty or whatever. And yeah, I like to think I held pretty fast. I don't think Jordan Love is very good. So I think um, he's gotten worse every week. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. but what a it was an awesome experience. Then we decided screw it. We got to drive back through Milwaukee and the Bucks are playing. So we'll just go buy tickets and hit the Bucks game on our way home. So it was a it was an action packed day. For some reason, Dame Lillard decided to have maybe his worst game as a professional basketball player uh, while possibly. we were there. Yeah, quite possibly. First half, he had zero points and six turnovers, I believe. So um, that was a bummer, and the and the Hawks just kind of routed the Bucks, so it was never really that close. Um, the highlight, I forgot to text you about it, but you texted me about it uh, the day after, was Flavor Flav singing the national anthem, <laughs> which was, the we didn't know who it was. Like, we were walking in, and we hear the national anthem playing, so then we, like, go inside the curtain to get down to our seats and there's still a bunch of people in front of us so we can't even see who's singing and i'm like is this a joke i thought maybe oh is this like one of the players like did they let one of the players sing the national anthem and i'm like actually that voice sounds familiar and then like i can kind of peek around and i see the clock on his neck i'm like oh my god flavor flavor singing he drug it out so long like the over under had been like three and a half minutes and it was terrible it was so bad it was hilarious I texted a friend of the pod and a huge, huge Bucks fan, Skyler, about about it, and he said, or he is actually the one that brought it to my attention that mm-hmm. that Flavor Flav opened the opened the entire thing, and he said it was equally, equally as bad as it was long. And I was like, that's incredible. And I it watched would- the video. I had to turn it off a couple of times because <laughs> I couldn't really hear him like break his voice. And he, oof, really horrible. <laughs> but it was entertaining, I guess. Um, <laughs> So it was good, and then we went home. So I um, didn't drink a whole ton, but uh, had a few beers with the with the cheeseheads up at Lambo, and had some beers. On did you bus. get a cheesehead? No, I did not. I did kind of consider are they? it. How much did they go? I didn't for? even look, honestly. I didn't even look. Okay. We looked at the Bucks gear. There wasn't the greatest Bucks gear. I I showed you the jersey tees weren't all that exciting. Um, but I did not buy any gear. Uh, Quinn did shout me out on uh, Instagram for wearing my Kirk Cousins jersey tee, which is Packer colors. So I had most of the Packers fans fooled thinking I was cheering on the Packers. Uh, and I really didn't care. I mean, I was cheering on Kirk. I, I would have liked yeah. to see a good game, but uh, so solid choice. Shouts to you for seeing the Vikings twice in three weeks. I know. What are the odds? And then a, a very marginal team. I, I hesitate yeah. to say bad because they've actually been good the past month. We saw them win twice. We saw them yeah, win Yeah, exactly. Twice. Uh, but anyway, that's my beers. Our heart, our heart does go out to Kirky. Just uh, devastating. Obviously, this is as pro Kirky as a pod you're gonna find. So you're never gonna find. Hurts it. our hearts. Yep, exactly. <laughs> I think I've seen Kirk Cousins win three road games in person. That checks out. I've seen two. So two. I would imagine of yeah. the of the dozen football games I've been to. Three of them. And that see, the Seahawks skins game that we went to was fucking awesome. <laughs> that was by <laughs> far the best one of those three. By, by far. far the best Without game. question. Yeah. That was <laughs> sick. That was sick. I think I still have a picture of Kirk Cousins walking through the tunnel, and you can just see kind of the blur of our jerseys in the in the crowd right next to him. So. Yeah. Yeah. 
Okay, that's beers for week nine. Beers for week nine. Speaking of week nine, it is time for the nine oh, oh. draft coin. Let's go. Nine. Uh, let's see who's going to go first. All right. How do you want to do it? You want to flip. Flip. Uh, coin. Coin. All right. Call it in the air, Noel. Uh, tails. It never fails. It is tails. Mm. Do the honors, Noel. I have no idea what to start with. I to me this was a very hard, uh, very hard draft. I don't love any of my picks. Here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna take one that I think is a, probably a bad pick, but you already said it on the pod today. It is the phrase "dress to the nines." Did I say um, that? You did. You said everyone at the Halloween party was dressed to the nines. Uh, so, and I, I made a face to you. I'm like, oh, oh, nines. I don't even remember saying that. You definitely wow. did. Roll back the tape. Uh, and so we show up to this bingo thing and neither of us are dressed up. Everybody else is dressed to the nines. Uh, probably okay. a terrible pick, but I just, it, it sparked my interest and so I'm taking it. It's, it's a nice phrase. Honestly, this one br- blanked my mind. Yeah. I didn't even think about it. You so. had nines on the brain. It just, I it just had nines in the brain. The it was right there. So good for you for stealing that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, good pick. Mm-hmm. Wasn't even on my board. Impressive. Yeah, figured it wasn't. Okay, what you got? Nice. In that same vein, I am going to take nine uh, eleven. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, a very pivotal date in American history and world history in general. Starting, mm-hmm. uh, kicking off our invasion, of course, into the Middle East, um, and, and triggering the greatest video that's ever happened in the history of all internet is uh, George Bush saying, we will not let these terrorists take hold, whatever he says. And then he says, now watch this drive. Like while he's on the golf course and he turns around (laughs) and hits a drive. It's fucking incredible. Just amazing. Bush, uh, I think Bush should have come along a little bit later where the content was... Was oh more. my God! He, he would have been, been unbelievable. I mean, yeah. the imitations, like at least in our lifetime, the impersonations of him are probably the funniest of any. Like the the Trump stuff's yeah. like overdone, and uh, he's like a caricature in and of he's himself. He's already a caricature of himself. So yeah, exactly. the the George Bush impersonations, and they're realistic. Like uh, Fer- Will Ferrell does a good one, but oh God, that guy, he's he's a gold mine. <laughs> so good. <laughs> Uh, great pick, All Corin. Right. 9-11. Thank you, Noel. With the first pick. Uh, yep. You're just picking it for significance. You're not pro 9 Significance. I'm not pro. There's Correct. actually... A, the, have you seen... Um, fuck, what's that movie with... Uh, where Ray Romano is the dad and he's talking to Kumail... Oh, what's that guy's name? Uh, Big, Big Sick. Big Sick. He's like... So, yeah, he's like... So wanted to 9/11. talk to one of you about it. He's like, what are your thoughts? <laughs> he's like, oh, anti... <laughs> definitely, definitely anti. And then he good, goes, good, good. "We lost, uh, we lost eleven of our best men, or something like that." <laughs> <laughs> something, yeah, something, yeah. Uh, That's right. Not that great of a movie, in my opinion. Good line, though. Okay. Yeah. Let's move on. Uh, let me get a ruling on this one. Great. Can't wait. Platform nine and three quarters. Absolutely. Okay. Hundred Technically, yeah, it's nine pick. and three quarters. Yeah, but it's the nine's in there. It's the that's nine. that's the all nine that really matters. Like, um, yeah. yeah, HP, big HP fan, and um, that's my favorite platform from the film. Mm. 
What's the second place <laughs> platform? Uh, I guess uh, nine. I, I guess I guess the the one just right. next to it, below it, above it. Okay. Platform nine and three yeah, quarters. Yeah, that makes sense. Think you're being funny, platform do you? Platform nine and three quarters. Have you seen the the video that's come out? It's like the uh, I don't know. They must be early twenty somethings kids, and they made the video of them. They're all dressed as Harry Potter, and they're redoing this the chess scene. But they're singing it like it's like electronic dance. Like, you've got to sacrifice yourself. And they're like all moving like this the whole time. I'll have to find it. It's, uh, it probably recently, doesn't lend itself way to, uh, to a podcast. I've recently seen several different versions of that scene because it's so like hilariously overacted by all of them. But the mm-hmm. one I'm thinking of is like a cartoon. So it's, this is like... No, this is not. Okay. A, this is okay. real people like dancing in a in a living room. Yeah, it's really good. Okay. Uh, this is sure. a great pick. And I okay. one that wasn't on my board. See, you, see, you found a bunch of them. Okay, I found one. All right. Um, I will take. I think you're gonna be bummed you didn't have this one unless mm. unless you just didn't want to pick it this high. Mm-hmm. I will go ahead and take the ninth green at nine. Oh, uh, this is of course the shooter McGavin telling Happy Gilmore to meet him there, and Happy Gilmore takes a sprinkler straight to the face. Um, just the, the pivotal moment in, in, in Shooter McGavin's villainry in the movie. Villainry. Good word. Uh, the most shameful omission from any list, uh, that we've had thus far. It is not on my board and I'm, I go 14 deep over here. So, uh, really bad job by me. Uh, fantastic pick. Probably should have gone one, one really nice pick. You think so? Yeah. I, I really wanted to make sure nine. I got nine eleven. I didn't want you to take nine eleven from me. <laughs> I wasn't going to. Uh, okay. <laughs> really nice job there by you. Let's go with, uh, give me the nine lives of a cat. Yeah. Oh, Good that thing. was a gnarly burp. Um, y- yeah. Uh, I don't have anything to say about that. It's an interesting just, concept I, that a cat has nine lives. Is that the premise? Of, that's the premise of Puss in Boots, isn't it? He, he dies a bunch of times. Have you seen I think Puss so. in Boots? I have. I'm not actually sure if I've seen that movie, but I it is a theme. I think in, in actually the Shrek, they the have Shrek like movies. okay in the Shrek movies. I think there's like several Puss in Boots movies, like maybe like four. Which is crazy. It's and it's, aren't it's they, ridiculous. I'm pretty sure one of the Puss in Boots movies that just came out is like rated really, really high. Like people, really <laughs> I know like people it. love Puss in Boots. What can you say? I don't know. So I also Banderas. get Puss what in, a second life. I also get all the Puss in Boots movies with this pick. That's fair. I think that's actually only right. <laughs> okay. Um, all right. I am going to take... Mm. I'm going to take Jay-Z's 99 Problems. Because... Is, is he going to veto this? Because it's 99? I won't veto it, uh, but I did try to stay away from 99s. Okay. Okay. Well, that's fair. I will go a different route then. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I'd lean against will, it. Okay. Totally fair. I will take another song, though, because I'm already in that route. And yeah. I will take Sixes to Nines mm. by Big Wild. Okay. You know the song I'm speaking of? Mm, can, you, can you give me a ditty? Or? I mean, the, the big beat of it is that, you turn my sixes to nines. And then it goes, That is I a good sound. I want you to hold me, come and lay with me. That's what it goes like. Something like that. That's <laughs> like a great song. It is good. 
Okay. Who, sorry, sorry who's that by? Big Wild. Big Wild. Not not Big Wet and Branches. Not Big Wet or Branches. Yes. Okay. Correct. Okay. Okay. Not on my board. Um, yeah, I figured. Um, my, the only song on my board is Love Potion Number 9, uh, but I'm not going to take that. Is that that's, Britney? No, that's like a 1950s. It's like the Supremes or something like that. Mm. Love Potion How's it Number go? 9. I'm trying to think oh, of what okay. else it, how else, what other words there are. Love Potion Number 9. I don't know. Maybe 60s. It's a maybe common, 70s. I think, now that you're singing it, it's like kind of a common beat, and I'm thinking, very, getting very Austin Powers y vibes from it. Yeah, probably was in it. Yeah. It reminds me of yeah. uh, Foxy Cleopatra singing it, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Give me. Oh, boy. This is tough. Give me the Pokemon Ninetales, please. Um, mm. Not one of my favorite Pokemon, but if I can get a chance to get one Smash. of the original 150. Yeah, pretty pretty hot Pokemon. Pretty, pretty hot. Pretty for like hot a fox? Pokemon. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's pretty foxy, you might say. Yeah, now, Ninetales yeah, is evolved from Vulpix. Is that correct? Correct. Just, a, correct. Two, just yeah. a single evolution. One single evolution. Okay. Right. Okay. Fire Pokemon. Little, little fiery little fox. Little fox. Vulpix sounds like, did they just purposely combine um, women's genital names into Vulpix? It kind of feels like it. Yeah. It's like. They it's did like, a lot of that shit. There's, some, of those, some of those are pretty, pretty wild. It's like vagina, cervix, cervix vulva. Yeah. And uh, yeah. Anyway. Ninetales. Good pick. Um, I'm going to be taking something similar later on, so it's a good pick. Was that my number four um, for me? I only have one more. That was number four for you. Okay. Number four, yes. All right, I know what I'm doing. In my, in my fourth pick, I'm going to take the Nonagon, mm-hmm. which is a nine-sided, okay. nine-sided figure. I just, it's my favorite of all of the, the Gons, uh, Polygons, I would say. Mm, gone, baby, gone. It's, Two straight Pokemon references for you. Uh, yes, a Nonagon is a nine-sided <coughs> Polygon. Wait, what did you just reference? I didn't. Polygon hear... is also oh, a Pokemon. No, Porygon. But good try. Porygon. Oh, <laughs> well, no. <laughs> I guess depending where you're at, you say it the same. Porygon. <laughs> <laughs> is that actually what, it, is that what they're saying? Okay, that's racist. Like I keep forgetting. <laughs> I want to. Uh, because you claim that you can tell the different Asian nationalities apart, so I want to do a mm-hmm. quiz for you. I will do a quiz for you one of these days. Okay. Um, <laughs> that certainly won't be problematic, so let's do that. <laughs> it's not problematic. It's just proving that you can't tell the difference, and you're a racist, That's fair. Too. No, you're absolutely right. Okay. okay. All right, good pick. Uh, my final pick, I'm pretty sure it's not on your board, because you're a, you're a uh, Western North Dakota guy. You're not a Western Montana guy. Yeah. I'm going to take the Nine Pipes Museum of Early Montana. Um, <laughs> Never heard of this. Oh, I know you haven't. I know you. It is in Charlotte, <laughs> Montana. Shouts, oh, Charlotte. Sick. Shouts Chico Stipe. Chico from Charlotte, they used to say, when uh, they'd announce him over the, over the intercom. Um, we would go here on field trips from Big Fork yeah. Elementary School, and they would teach us about the old... The old times, and they'd have an old lady from the res that would look like a toad, and she would, you know, explain <laughs> explain 
how her ancestors used to do things with the buffalo, you know? With the buffalo, no? Hey, Victor. Charlotte turns out some uh, just freak athletes. What is that about? Oh, yeah, Delaney, too. Shout out to Stephen Delaney. Delaney, too, yeah. Just who fast else? as shit. I think who else is Charlotte? No, no. Oh, I'm thinking of Shiloh from Charlotte. That's what it was. There was a kid named Shiloh uh, something who played for Loyola. He was a beast. And then Chico uh, stayed was say, Wasn't Chico Stipe? Uh, wasn't he a double-A kid? No, he was definitely Shiloh. But I was, oh, was mixing him and I think Shiloh was from Shiloh. And then he went to Loyola. Uh, gotcha. But Chico stuck around to play class C ball. Charlotte C? C? Or yes. C. Because they Amen. would just dominate it. Like class yeah. C track. Yeah, right. Right. Okay, the Nine Pipes Museum of Early Montana. Great pick, obviously. Yeah. And an equally, you're going to have a dumbfounded look on your face kind of thing. <laughs> I will be taking the Nine Tailed Fox, which is, of course, the tailed beast that inhabits uh, Naruto in the series Naruto. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Naruto wow. is the uh, Jinchuriki for the Nine Tailed Fox. So that's, that's what you get to know. So that's basically telling me that I, I did not know that maybe the Ninetales Pokemon was based on some mythical thing, but apparently Supposedly it is. it is. Yes, correct. Yeah. Um, wow. We both took a Ninetailed fox. I know. I didn't expect you to take Ninetales, to be honest with you. Uh, I can't believe you left the nine pieces of eight on the board. I know. I know. Just, I didn't know if it got, I don't know if it has enough recognition to get drafted twice. So I was catching some flack on that one on the boards. <laughs> that's fair yeah it was it was rough i mean just any reference to like the the fourth best pirates of the caribbean movie is, is kind of tough um <laughs> uh, i was gonna ask you like what's, what's the verdict on picking famous things that come in nine like is that a stretch so for instance santa's reindeer there are nine of them like, is oh, that part of the see, nine draft? I would have allowed that. I would have, like, if you would have been like, I'll take Dasher, Dancer, Prancer, Vixen, mm. Comet, Cupid, Donner, Blitzen, and, and Rudolph, I'd have been like, bang, great pick. I considered you it. You should have done that. But then I was like, it's not really associated with nine. Well, then the other one is the Fellowship of the Ring is nine dudes. Right. I think. I think I read that somewhere. In a book. Um, In a book. For some reason, I came across this judges, website. Right? Yeah, yeah. Um, number of rooms in the on the board game Clue. That's a good point. I didn't even <laughs> think of that. Uh, also, or what about uh, guys on a baseball diamond? Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, those ones are kind of lame, but you know. Anyway, I'm just we'll we'll open our mind. Open your mind, do we? Open your mind. Well, okay. I think we're gonna have to get pretty creative when we're coming to these next. Give me your on next uh, few yeah. weeks. Yeah, ten should be good, but yeah, yeah. Give me your on Menchies. All right, uh, on Menchies, the forgotten iPhone nine that actually never came out. You know, they went straight from the eight to the X. Mm, interesting. Sounds like a Fast and the Furious scenario. Right. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> um, nine Inch Nails, the original writers of the band, the song Hurt, of course. I do have Nine Inch Nails on my board, but I just I didn't really I don't really like their music all that much. I just I left them as and an option. Yeah. My final is nine 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 nine. I did have nine in German or no in German as one of my lists. But you did send Correct, me yeah. the link to the nine draft. Um, so I figured yeah. that one was coming. Um, I have cloud nine was not sure. Ooh, was not see, that could have been picked for sure. That probably should have been. Picked. If you hadn't said dress to the nines, I wouldn't have picked that. And I probably would have picked cloud nine. 
Because Jets to the Nines is a pretty bad pick, but I just wanted to reference an earlier line in the pot. I would say it's a bad number one pick. Yeah. I don't think it was a bad pick. Okay, fair. I could have taken it later. I was just excited because you said it. Yeah. Okay, um, the San Francisco Niners. Yeah, I, I, I mean, you're going to say something about 99 but not 49ers? What about just the line from Tommy Boy, did I hear a Niner in there? Would, it, would that have qualified? Mm, probably. Okay. Probably would have given that to you. Uh, that's not on my board. I just thought of that. Uh, we've got Joe Burrow was my jersey choice. Um, that's so. yeah. over, over Drew Brees. Uh, District 9, the movie? I kind of fucks with Drish, Drish pretty, good. It's pretty good. Pretty good. The guy yeah. has a weird accent. He's like, my fucking arm. Yeah. I think he's, I think he's South African, right? That sounds or right. Or he Australian? I think he could be right. What's, the, what's that actor's name? There's no way. Like, if that guy was on Celebrity Master Up, there's just no fucking chance. I, wouldn't, I would not get it. In fact, when you say it, I probably will not recognize it. Oh, you want to please take a guess at what this guy's uh, name is? Hamster Devlin. His name is Charlto Copley. That actually checks out. I could see him being named. He right. is in fact South African. Good you gotta job. the way you know South African is because their accents are so fucked up. Yeah, no, it is very. It sounds so stupid. Yeah. Uh, the whole nine yards is a movie with um, what's his name, Bruce Willis, but I've never seen it. I, I was thinking about it. just taking the whole nine yards as a phrase, but uh, I did not. Right. I think that's all my unmentions. So give me your list, coin. All right, no, I've got, of course, 9-11 at number one, the ninth green at nine. Mm. Um, I've got sixes to nines, big wild, a nonagon, nine-sided polygon, and, of course, the nine-tailed fox from Naruto. See, like, I don't think either of my lists in, invokes a lot of confidence in, in me, but I got dressed <laughs> to the nines. I've got platform nine and three quarters. I've that got... That was a good pick. That could have gone you. one. Thank you. That could have gone one. I agree. I think that and ninth green at nine are probably the two top picks. I've got nine tails, the Pokemon. I've got the nine lives of a cat. And I've got, of course, the Nine Pipes Museum of Early Montana in Charlotte. <laughs> this is just great pick. <laughs> great pick. And shouts to the uh, native toad lady that taught me a lot. <laughs> toad. <laughs> okay, that has been the nine draft. Nine draft. <coughs> All right, week eight in the NFL coin. I was uh, I watched virtually no football other than the game that I was attending. So I'm going to rely Great. on you for your thoughts. Um, I spent a lot of the day being just like pretty upset about how bad Desmond Ritter and the Falcons looked. So mm-hmm. I was trying to bounce around a little bit, trying to give you updates. Um, Commies played an awesome game, and you guys always play the Eagles tough, though. And I think we should. Just, I mean, that's noted in my brain about. I wouldn't ever take the Eagles to just beat, like, to cover a spread against the commies either. It's just really, I'm really coming to grips with that, how much I want to bet in division anymore, even. Mm. Like, it's becoming, there, there is seeming to be, like, these guys just see each other so much. It's becoming interesting. Um, does it, I mean, another, does that just mean that you, if you're ever getting seven or more points, you just take it? I mean, maybe that's I the think so. Yeah. I feel like it. Granted, you I know? think that ended up being a push. Did we lose by seven? Either way. Actually, I think yeah. that line went up. It might have got up to eight. But anyway, continue. Um, and then I was talking about this today with somebody. What, like the season being so low scoring, do you think it's this is just the natural flow of obviously scoring boomed, whatever, 
eight, ten years ago when everybody went to this just fast pace offense, whatever, pass all the time, go for it on everything. Have coordinators somewhat caught up? I said that part of the problem I also think is that some guys got promoted too quickly to head coaches that just like weren't ready. And I think it's very evident that there are a lot of people who aren't really sure how to run a full team that should be still coordinators. Like there's some guys that are head coaches that probably should be like quarterback coaches right now. And I think that's kind of an issue that's like really hindered a lot of teams. Yeah. I think it's, yeah, I mean, it's obviously a combination of a lot of factors. I do think it is the natural progression in some ways that this is just a thought that kind of came into my mind now. Is it possible that because if you if you follow people who claim to be analytically smart on on football on social media things like that they'll always tell you play action is awesome all the time um, they'll tell you that passing on first down is great and blah 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 and even just as a general fan you and I can agree that just watching a team go like run run pass over and over is like very frustrating. Sucks sucks. That yeah. said. Is it possible that there's some old school thinking of like maybe the run does set up the pass? Because like all the uh, it seems like more and more teams are just passing and not because the, the, the data states that you don't actually need to run the ball to set up the pass, the, set up the play action pass. It says that the play action pass sets itself up because the linebackers step up no matter what. Um, is it possible that we've gone too far and like teams are like overthinking it and maybe running into the line a couple times isn't the worst thing. Maybe I'm crazy. Tell me I'm crazy. No, I don't, I don't think you're crazy for that. I think you'd actually just made a great point, which is that at some point, if the linebackers are always stepping up and that makes play action good, they probably just don't step up anymore the same way, you know, like you're not, you're not, your first instinct isn't to fill a gap. You're actually just step back a little bit more. It makes the, it makes the play action less effective. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. There's, yeah, it, I think you're right, though, that there are coaches that were just fast-tracked and they thought they were, like, the uh, prodigy and, and aren't quite yeah. there. I mean, there's some guys that clearly are, like McDaniel. I mean, the Dolphins are doing their part to, to up the scoring. But. Right. And, I mean, th- and those teams help, too. But th- this is what we talk about with analytics, too. Like, yes, there are blanket statistics that work for the league in general, but at some point you do have to understand – hey, maybe our left guard fucking sucks and can't block anybody. And so we can't just slam it to the right or run a quick pass to the right because our quarterback gets blindsided every third time he steps back. Like that doesn't work to run, run, pass or pass, pass, run or whatever it is. And if your quarterback can't complete an out, like like an eight yard out because he doesn't have the zip on the ball and you're trying to do that on first and 10 and now you're just in second and 10 and your team is like less confident, that's probably not good. You're going to go three and out a lot more, no? That's the thing I think that gets lost the most with these like fourth down decisions that like the analytics people will say, you know, or or the non-analytics people will say, oh, they shouldn't have gone for it. It's like, no, they should have called a different play. Like the, right. the play calls on these fourth down decisions are not, they're, they're, they're called in a vacuum. They're not called based on the, the talent of their team or the, the you know, strengths of their offense. It's just like called right. on what uh, the computer says is the, is the best outcome, but that doesn't work for every team. Right. Or if you're, if you're like, like, oh, like, look at this formula. This is exactly what the Niners do. Why don't we do that? Like, guess what? The, you don't have half the talent the Niners have. Right. So you can't do those things. Yeah, that's exactly right. I, I would say the other <laughs> thing that comes to mind is 
there has to be something for the fact because every year now for the past five ten years it seems like there's so many different starting quarterbacks in the NFL because dudes are hurt and dudes are getting replaced. Isn't there something to say that like now it's almost a requirement for your quarterback to run? And we had decades of Peyton Manning, Tom Brady, Ben Roethlisberger, Philip Rivers never getting hurt and just running high-powered offenses because they were always there and always available. And we just have so many more quarterbacks missing games now, probably as a product of running and getting hit more. And now your offenses aren't scoring as much because you got so many backups playing all the time. That's true, but I honestly, so watching the big one was I was watching the Monday night football game last night, and I yeah. know this because I was. I had a friend who had a bet on this part of his outcome. That's like the only thing he needed. So maybe you do need to run a little bit, but like Jared Goff isn't exactly the emphasis on or the prime example of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. But he's probably playing like a top ten quarterback this season, right? Yeah. Um, what do you think his over under for rushing yards was in the game? <laughs> like four. <laughs> Half a yard. It was point five. Really? How many yards <laughs> do you think he finished with? I'm gonna guess zero. Negative two. Oh, negative two. He ended two. up with negative two rushing yards. So maybe like they've but, been there. I think they're a top five scoring offense, and they're doing all these things, and they don't need him to run. I mean, every once in a while he will, but Jared Goff doesn't run. To so. be clear, I'm not saying that I'm saying you need to have a running quarterback. I'm saying the conventional thought is that way, and more teams are erring on picking athletic dudes who can <clears> run, and therefore more guys are getting hurt. So, yeah, I agree that you can definitely have a success. I mean, if Peyton Manning was dropped into today, he'd be just as good. I don't, you know. Just as good, comfortably. So, yeah. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah. Point five. Point. And so he didn't get it, huh? Oh, yeah. That, well, it's, yeah, I felt bad for Joe had like $40 on this like <laughs> nine to one parlay. And his only thing he needed was <laughs> one Jared Goff rushing yard. And then the quarterback sneak happened. And he was like, fuck yeah. There was an offsides on the quarterback sneak, and it got called. <laughs> they took the penalty, oh and then God. he kneeled twice for negative two yards. Oh, my God. That is so terrible. Holy shit. So funny. Uh, um, I don't have that many other thoughts for the other games, to be honest with you. I think I, it was a pretty, if I had to say, it was a kind of boring week of football. Okay. I'm glad to hear that as someone who didn't watch any of it. Um, I know the, yeah. the night games were pretty shitty. Bears, Chargers. Um Montez Sweat and Chase Young traded today. We'll get into yeah. some of that with uh, Stumptown, but um, kind of sad. But I don't know. They, weren't, they weren't effective. At, I mean, as, I, our defense as a whole wasn't effective. So at some point, you got to cut bait and try something else. And you picked up, I mean, that, that Bears pick is going to be super valuable. That's going to be like pick 35. So yeah. Yeah. I think that that is a really good return on investment for what you guys did over the last few years. I know that everything I was reading was that the Falcons were going to go get sweat. I know that he'd been talking to like a lot of our defense. And I think last minute the Bears came in and were like, we'll give you our second. And the commies were like, great, thank you. <laughs> yes, kind please. Of, how wild is it that we got, for a guy that's a year older, a, probably the 35th pick for Montez Sweat and probably the 100th pick for Chase Young. Kind of wild. Yeah. Niners. Stuff. Oh, well, okay, 90th. We'll say 90th. Um, yeah. But that's all I got. So, yeah. let's get to Bookie Show Week 9. The Bookie Show! Um, last week, coin, uh, I got back on track, personally. Three and two. Oh boy. Made 25 bucks. Uh, oh boy. 
on a hundred bucks wagered. I am just one game under 500, 15, 16 and one, but I am in the positives on the year up to 13 bucks on $700 wagered coin. Not as good on the week. Oh, four and one did get a nice push. Yeah, not very good at all. Yeah. Uh, lost 80 bucks and you're 13, 19 and two, but still up 192 bucks. So both of us. I'm downtrending pretty hard right now. You, I think you were at like 400 maybe a couple weeks ago. <laughs> no, I think uh-huh. you were in like 300s or something. You probably lost 150 in the past three weeks, but that's all right. You got time. Uh-huh. Uh, we're both in the positives going. We both made money on positives. Correct. Uh, combo bets, we didn't make a parlay. We did make a tease and a hit. We finally hit a tease, made 23 bucks on 25 wagered. So we're four and seven. We're only down 44 bucks on combo bets. So we got a chance That's to nothing. get those the positives with the two and a week this yes, week. Sir. So we are up 161 bucks, uh, yep. about a 10% ROI at the moment. So it's pretty good. Let's, good. Uh, let's get to. Teaser night football. I will say oh, that, that the, Ravens, the Ravens losing my, that minus eight is f- fucking bullshit. Yeah, that's tough. That is tough. And they, then, gave up, they gave up the onside kick for it. That's that sucks. <laughs> yeah. And that we, Dobbs and the Cardinals heard us talking shit about them not being competitive anymore. And they, they took it personally. Yep. Yep. Okay. Uh, hashtag teaser night football. We've got Titan Steelers. It's, is it Will Levis still versus? Levis. Yeah. Pickett or Trubisky? I don't know. I think it's Trubisky. Okay. Interesting. Steelers, by the way, I uh, made the worst call of the year in fantasy football, and it cost mm-hmm. me the game. I had DeAndre Hopkins in the game. So I've been, I've been letting Alexander Madison shit on me all year in two different leagues. And I'm like, I'm sitting there, I'm going to the game. I'm like, the Packers defense isn't great. Vikings probably win by a lot. I'm like, I've got him in two leagues on the bench. I need to put him in in one just in case he scores two touchdowns and I'm pissed that he's on my benches. So, of course, I benched DeAndre Hopkins, who had not scored a touchdown all year and was playing with Will Levis, who I thought was going to be Buns in my defense. Mm -hmm. Uh, Definitely Mm -hmm. cost me the game. Really bad decision. And Hopkins scored three tugs and Madison was absolute dog shit. So, reverse shouts to me. Might, might have killed my season there. Any Hoosiers, we've got Steelers by three and over-under a whopping 36 and a half. Let's go. Uh, what are your thoughts, going? I'm willing to defer to you on most of this, but I think that with two teams a lot in the air, I think we take the Titans plus nine would be my thought. Oh, man. And I guess we go... Over 30 and a half. Levis just comfortably put up 28 on honestly not a bad Falcons team. I know that these are the Steelers defense and the Falcons defense are very different where the Steelers are going to actually get after the quarterback and that could actually that could be a big problem with a with a rookie like Levis in there. But 30 and a half is just not very many points. Uh, yeah, I didn't. I wasn't factoring in. I forgot that the Pickett Trubisky thing was happening because I think. If Pickett wasn't either compromised or not Mr. Trubisky, I'd probably lean the other way on both of these. But I don't know. You just watched the whole game of Will Levis. He looked pretty good. Dude. He, he was slinging the rock. Fucking pills, man. Yeah. He had a few passes that uh, I was just blown away by. I was like, what the fuck was that? 
I don't get it. How could he Very not? frustrating. Because Tannehill's been bad for a year and a half. Like, how has he not pushed yep. him? Why hasn't he benched him? So, weird. I hate. I, I don't really want to even bet on this game, but uh, you're probably right. I think in a game with two shitty quarterbacks and a low total, you just take the nine points. Um, yeah, they've got low T for sure. Over 30 or under 42 and a half. All right, we can go over. Let's root for some points. 17-14, that's all we need. <laughs> all right, <laughs> I hate it. I wrote down the opposite, but let's do it. Titans plus nine over. Let me, let me write it down so I don't forget. Titans plus nine over 30.5. Gross. Okay, what's your first Bitcoin? My first bet, Noel, is the Philadelphia Eagles minus three points against the Dallas Cowboys, who just crumble anytime they play an actually good team. Um, the Eagles are just going to play these games that are a little rough and tough and tight, but I think one thing they do is kick the shit out of the Cowboys. I love it. I hate the Cowboys, and it uh, seems like the Eagles deserve at least a half point more than, than the Cowboys. I agree. But, I agree. Um Seems like just in general, good slate, like a lot of good games, right? Better than I, yes. It's been. This is shaping up Exciting to be a nice week. week. I'm excited to watch I'm football excited. this Sunday. This is the first Sunday in three weeks that I haven't had shit to do on Sunday, so I'm excited. Fuck yeah! So I'll oh, be waking yeah, up man. early to wake uh, to wake to, to wake watch the maybe game of the week: Dolphins Chiefs in Germany. I will also be waking up early to watch that. You'll be waking up earlier than, earlier than me. Uh, and yeah. I have pretty much a blanket rule in my life, and that is if the Chiefs are favored by less than a, touch, uh, a field goal, I will bet them. I don't care how bad they looked against Denver. Uh, those, Like you said, those division games kind of meaningless. They, they whooped them a couple weeks ago, so whatever. Uh, Chiefs minus two, I'm betting it. I also did look this up. Mahomes has played 26 games as a favorite of three or less or an underdog in his career. He is 19-6-1 against the spread in those games. That's pretty good. And I'm pretty sure the rest of his games in his career, he is a losing record against the spread because they fucking yeah. never cover. So I'm taking it. I don't care. I'm throwing out the fact that one team looked good, one team looked bad last week. I'm just betting the Chiefs. Okay, I love it. Okay, look at us going out on limbs, taking maybe the two best teams in the league, <laughs> the first two picks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, all right. I'm gonna do the opposite this time, though. Let's go ahead and take the Seattle Seahawks, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and the Buffalo Bills on a six-point teaser mm. plus one sixty. <laughs> that is, of course, against the Hawks. Plus six against the Ravens. That puts them at plus twelve. Bucks two and a half against the Zans, like it's an eight and a half, and then the Bills similarly two and a half to eight and a half against the Bengals. Uh, I'm just taking all these dogs. Give me the dogs. Oh, the Bills. Listen, uh, how can you still be out on this Bengals team? I told you they were going to win last week. You did tell me, and uh, I was they're back. They're definitely back. Joey B's back. Yeah, they they look good. They look good. Uh, but that's fine. I, I hope the Bills can keep it close. I mean, I'm rooting for Josh. The Demar Hamlin tonight. game, you know. That's true. It is the rematch of our game from last year. Is uh, is Demar on the team still? Is he playing? <laughs> what, if, what if he dies again? Oh my god! 
like seriously, if he if it happens again, do they play this time? <laughs> <laughs> That's a great question. They're like, oh, not again, Demar. Really? Oh shit, Demar. Really, Demar. I feel like drag him off. I'm actually curious to know if they're gonna play him. I feel like he only played that one game, right? I don't think he's played since. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, he'll be on the fucking jumbotron and shit. Um, I will not be joining you on that pick. I also the 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 Bucks. I don't know. But there's one pick in there that I do love, and that's why my second pick will be just the Seahawks plus six. Yeah, uh, so. the disrespect. What are they five and two? Disrespect. Listen, I know the Ravens are better. Okay, I know the Ravens are at home, but six whole points. Come on, our guys, the Hawks. They totally. just, just trade it for uh, Leonard Williams. You got a little beef up on the yep. defense. Um, a little beef? Just extra points. I think Gino can. Gino, however, has not been nearly as good as I. I mean, he's won the games, but as a fantasy quarterback, he's been terrible. I was relying on yeah, him. Yeah, kind of crap. Kind of crap. I just Stop dropped shit. him in one yeah. league, just straight up, like you fucking piece of shit. Uh, plus six Seahawks. Do it. Yeah, good pick. I like it. I thought about it just doing that one straight up as well. Yeah. Uh, my next one is. I love the guy returns or plays against his former team first touchdown. Calvin Ridley did it against the Falcons earlier this year when they were overseas. And I think Tyreek will be doing the same against the Chiefs. So I will be taking Tyreek first touchdown in the Dolphins Chiefs game. Usually it's about plus 500 or so for a touchdown favorite kind of guy. Strong pick. As someone who bet Mark Andrews to lead the league in receiving touchdowns, I will not be rooting for Tyreek to score, but uh, it's a strong pick. Thank you. I'll be taking one that I know you're going to love. Wait, who are the... Oh, yeah. Give me a two-team money line parlay. Give me the Falcons. Who I think I've bet on every fucking week. I think they're, I think I'm about 500 on them. I mean, I think they they've probably broke even on on their bets. It's not like they lose every week. Uh, playing yeah. against is is Dobbs gonna start or are they gonna are they gonna start one of their backups? Because they just traded for Josh Dobbs, right? Did you know that? Who just traded for Josh Dobbs? The Vikings. What? Did they really? Yeah, they did. You didn't know that? Who the fuck is starting for the Cardinals? Uh, maybe Kyler. No way. Yeah, they said either. I think it's a, I think it's a huge mistake to trot Tyler out against the Browns defense in his first game back from an ACL injury. In that, in that I just case, would like to be on the record saying that. In that case, Clayton Toon will be starting for the Arizona Cardinals. <laughs> oh God. Yeah. Um, if he dies, he dies. You if know? he dies, he dies. Uh, give me the Falcons money line against whoever the Vikings quarterback is, because I can tell you right now, having watched them in person twice. Kirk Cousins was the glue. That team is not oh, brimming with talent by any means. No. Um, and then give me the Colts money line at the Panthers. Yeah, you can hold your nose if you want, but you're telling me this Panthers team, who we were confident a week ago may not win a game all year, is going to win two in a row? I don't uh-huh. see it happening. Give me Gardner, Minshew, Gene Short, Jesus. I'm betting a money line parlay on Minshew and Ritter, baby. Unless, unless your coach can have the fucking balls to start Taylor Heineke. Here's the th- his whole thing, right, is, oh, I don't care about your pedigree and your draft status. All right, well, then fucking dump Desmond Ritter and take the undrafted kid out of Old Dominion. Yeah, I agree. 
Uh, uh, Arthur Smith has become incredibly unlikable, and people really starting to hate him around Atlanta. It's been pretty fun. Yeah, it's it's really frustrating. At least Bijan had a couple nice nice. I didn't see was his touchdown cool or just like it. Yeah, okay. it was good. It was pretty wide open. He just kind of trotted into the end zone, honestly. Yeah, but cool. All right, well, Cuns will get back on track this week. Okay. Uh, that's my. Um, that's plus one fifty two. Okay. Okay. I, do, I'm, I don't want to root for Colts wins, so that's the only reason. Oh, you bet that. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, I will take the, my final bet is the first touchdown in Bengals-Bills to be under nine and a half yards. Oh. I have basically no reasoning at all. I just think that usually this line is like seven and a half, and they think it's going to be a longer one. It never really is. Um, so give me minus 115. Hey, you used your reasoning on all your picks last week, and look where that got you. So, fuck exactly. reasoning. No, no reasoning. Fuck reasoning. <laughs> uh, I love that. Those are, those are fun bets. That's the Sunday mm-hmm. night game, or...? No, I think it's just afternoon. Okay. Right? Give me pick number four. It is week three of this bet. Give me Chiefs go to overtime. Unfortunately, only Today's 10... Sunday night. Only 10 to 1 this week, Chiefs going to OT. Uh, but uh, uh, give it to me anyway. I need it to hit in the next five weeks or else I'm out a lot of money. I joined you this last week. I thought we had a chance, and uh, Chiefs just literally couldn't do anything. Like it was nothing. the perfect first two and a half it was quarters perfect. for them to do yes. it, and then they just never turned it was on set the up Jets. For it. Yeah, the bummer. They were up by, yeah. they were down by five. I was like, oh, that's perfect, right? They're going to, uh, the, the, Broncos are going to get a field goal. They're going to have to drive and get eight with no time left, and they're going to get it. But did yeah. not happen at all. I saw, um, or this was on, I think, Simmons' podcast, but uh, totally almost shattered my mind when um, somebody mentioned that Mahomes has thrown, like, 14 touchdowns and eight picks, and Russell Wilson has, like, 16 touchdowns and four picks. Like, what? Yep. How is that possible? Kind of wild. Russ not having that crazy, bad of a year. Yeah. No, he's not looking horrible. He's not doing anything amazing, but he doesn't look horrible. Right. Okay. Uh, do you want to do the combo bet now? I do. Um, what else you got? Let's do... Chiefs and Eagles? Mostly birds? <laughs> oh, mostly birds. Oh, hawks and eagles? Hawks and eagles? Uh, the, the picks pool that we're in... Um, because my fantasy team, who Katie helped me draft, is called Mostly Birds. That's what we name our picks pool in Katie's mom's league. And the Mostly Birds um, picks pool has now won two of the last four weeks. We're hot. Let's go. And we do Let's lean picking birds to win as well. So I yes, like yes, the, the birds parlay. Let's go Hawks plus six, Eagles minus three. Yes. Sweet. Granted, we are betting against the Ravens. Is that is that problematic? <laughs> oh. I know. It breaks my heart because I love the Vens, but... I just mean because they're also... I think it'll be a good game. Because they're also birds is, is, my, yeah. is my biggest qualm. But that's all right. Yeah. Let's go. I think we're going. We're taking it. Okay. Okay. You got the dog in your coin? I got that. No. Ruff. Time for the dog picks of the week. Coin. The storyline nobody's talking about is that Noel is 5-2 and two on his underdog picks this year. Incredible. Pretty good. Incredible. Somehow only up $13 on $700 in wagers. Uh, what? 5 and 2. 
Well, that no, that's on the pod bets. Oh, okay. I think in, I think I'm up like, on what? there. I think I'm up on there. I gotta add up my bets. Coin, you're two and five straight up. You got three and four have have bested the spread. Um, I don't know who gets the pick. I have two options, so uh, I do too. You can take it. Go for it. You want me to take it? Okay, then I won't take my team, even though I want to. Mm-hmm. I will be taking what seems like an easier pick. Give me the Giants plus two. At the Raiders, uh, the Raiders looked so bad last night. Really bad. Well, and granted, bad. I say that they sort of tried to hang in despite how bad their quarterback was, but they got like a bogus fumble uh, at the end, and I just have zero faith in the in the Raiders. The Giants have been formidable on defense for a month, and Danny Dimes is supposed to come back healthy. Not that he's a world beater, but he's mm-hmm. probably going to be better than. Tommy DeVito. So uh, give me Giants plus 120 against the Raiders. I like it. Um, don't love it, but I like it. Okay. Um, all right. Go ahead and give me then. I'll stay, I'll stay in the area. How's this? Give me the New York J-E-T-S. Jets, Jets, Jets on Monday night as home dogs. Against- to... Yeah. The Los Angeles Chargers. Um, just a team that likes to poop down its leg during prime time. I, I feel bad. Obviously, this is, like, again, my brother's favorite team. I just, I, I just don't believe in them at all. Like, at all. Like, at They're a horribly, horribly coached team. True. And it's, you win despite your coach every week, and I just don't know if you can do it against this defense on Monday night. I don't love it, but I also don't like it. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, I don't. You would have hated my. I also too, don't, don't hate it. It's somewhere between liking and hating. Um, but after the Jets, I mean, I guess if the Jets hadn't somehow miraculously pulled out that push, would you still be betting on them? No. Although the line might be bigger if that was the case. Okay, fair yeah. enough. I'm. I'm just. I think I'm just sad that you have more confidence in the Jets over the Chargers than the commies over the fucking Mac Jones. But that's okay. Wait, wait, you guys are dogs to the Patriots? Yeah. Three and a half. That's the line? Plus 136. Three and a half. All right, I'll flip. Oh, God. Give it to me. I just gave you the death blow. Actually, I'm going to parlay them. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good. So you're on commies now? I'm on commies and Jets. I don't want the win if I don't win it. Okay. Fair enough. I want both of them. Okay. All right. That has been week nine of the bookie show. The bookie show. This Lakers shirt is a little small on me now. I think I've gotten too fat, so it really shows my belly. <laughs> uh, Coin, what time is it? It is 10.33. Sounds like it might be time for a little bit of shutdown. Inspired by the show we go with That's right, everybody. It is time for another episode of Stumptown, the show where mm. your boy Noel, in his tight little Lakers shirt, tries <laughs> to stump the kid who's definitely bald. He showed everybody of his coin with some trivia. So here it is. Coin. Yes. This season's trade deadline. Saw some pretty high-profile names move teams, especially on the defensive line. 
A day after the Giants' former first-round pick, Leonard Williams, was dealt to the Seahawks, the Washington Commanders traded away two of their star defensive ends. The last-ever first-round pick of the Washington Redskins, Montez Sweat, went to the Bears for a second-rounder. And the first-ever pick of the Washington football team, Chase Young, went to San Francisco for a third. Now, conventional wisdom might say that defensive ends in the first round is a safe pick, one that will anchor your defense for the next decade. But that may not be the case. There were, Colin, according to this random website that I found, 41 defensive ends drafted in the first round during the 2010s. So that would be 2010 to 2019. I picked those years because those 2019 guys would have been eligible for their fifth-year option this year. Right. I want you to guess, this is not Stumptown, guess how many of the 41 are still with those teams that drafted them. Nine. Close. Flip that upside-down coin, and you've got it. It's a six. Nice. Um, Turn in your sixes to nines coin. I want you to name four of the six guys. That are still with the team that drafted them? Drafted defensive ends, drafted in the first round in the 2010s that are still with their team. Miles Garrett. That is correct. First overall pick in 2017, still with the Browns. I don't think that... I'm not sure if he's old enough because he just got his extension. Because Nick Bosa's not old enough, right? Nick Bosa. Nick Bosa is the first... He, he was the uh, youngest guy on this list. So, yes, 2019 first overall pick, still with the Niners. Joey Bosa. Joey Bosa, 2016 third overall pick, still with the Chargers. You only need one more coin. One more. And... First those were the easy ones. Um, if those were the easy ones. So this is DNs? Yeah. Um, I tried to, because sometimes they were like drafted as DNs, but it feels like they're more of defensive tackles. So I tried to only pick guys that are still listed as DNs. Maybe that you might see them as listed as outside linebackers, um, but I'm pretty positive none of these guys are drafted as D tackles. They're, okay. they're, they're, pat, they're known as pass rushers, I would say. I'm going to go Javon Kinlaw. Javon Kinlaw. Um, I do not see him anywhere, which would mean that he either was drafted more recently than 19 or not in the first round. Mm, possibly, 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 possibly. I'll look Indubably. it up while you're all thinking. Right, all right. Let, me, let me get some thoughts. Let me get some thoughts. Javon Kinlaw. Wait, wait. Javon Kinlaw. Uh, 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 2020, so one uh, year too recent. Daniil Hunter. Daniil Hunter, uh, not on the list. He might not have been a first rounder. I'm, I'll look it up. He's pretty damn old. Is it possible he's like 15 years too old? No. No. Let's no. check it out. Let's check it out. 10 11, maybe? Uh, Daniel Hunter, Minnesota Vikings. Yeah, no, he was definitely not that old. He's 29. He was drafted in the third round in 2015. Yeah. Okay, that checks out. Is there a skin on this list? 
No skins because uh, both sweat. Well, that's actually one thing is that Jonathan Allen was on this list. I was going like, to say, but he's a he's, D tackle. He's definitely a D tackle. So I just yeah. I just omitted him because they, they listed him with the DNs for some reason. Yeah. Oh, uh, Brian Burns. See, okay, so he should, I guess he should qualify, but he wasn't on this list. So mm-hmm. maybe because he's listed as a linebacker, but these guys were oh, listed okay. as D end. So I, you know yeah. what? I'll, I'll give you half a point there, but I'll okay. give you I'll take half a point. I'll sure. give you one or two more guesses to try to get one of the guys on my list. Oh, fuck. You know who I'm thinking of and I'm not going to get his name. It's the dude. Uh, is the guy in the NFC South, is it for the Saints? Uh, 94 is what the number he wears. I'm pretty sure he's in the commercials right. now. Um, yes, that, that is the commercials. That is um, him. 94. You got it. Uh, what is his name though? Can you give me? An he's initial? got two first names or two last names. Uh, his initials are CJ. And his last name is a famous basketball player's last name. Cam Jordan. Dan Jordan? Cam Jordan. No, oh, Cam Jordan. That is yeah. correct, Corn. Yeah! Cam Jordan, uh, like, was drafted in 2011. And Holy all shit. the other guys on this list are like 16, 17, 18, 19. So he's a huge exception to this list. Other guy, that, that was probably the next easiest one. The other two were a little harder. Uh, Derek Barnett for the Eagles is still around. Oh, yeah, uh, no chance I was getting Wouldn't have got there. And then Rashawn Gary for the Packers. Mm, uh, okay. Those would have been tough gets. I wouldn't have gotten either one of those. I probably wouldn't even no. got Cam Jordan. So I felt like the three were easy and the four were hard. So we saw, yeah. saw where you could get. It's so well done, you coin. The, you set the line correctly. You have not been stumped. Well yes. done. Tack McKinley no longer with the, uh, with the Falcons. No. I think of what other good, good pick, are. though. Tack McKinley and uh, we had that other dude who had the really... Vic Beasley. What a horrible fucking pick. He had a really good year, like led the league in sacks, but he was not good. Not yeah. a good player. Okay. We've missed then, on a lot of picks. Yeah, no. <laughs> well, we thought we hit on Sweat and Young, and apparently not, so... Okay, that has been Sumtown, and that has been the Rookie Show. Uh, you can follow us at Rookie Show Pod on Twitter and Instagram. Coin, where they can, can they follow you? You can follow me at King Coin on both Instagram and Twitter. Where can they follow you, Noel? You can follow me at the Cream Fillin on Twitter. You can follow me at C Travis Noel on Instagram. The C, of course, stands for Cleland Farrell, who is ah, no longer nice. with the Raiders. Yeah. Yep. A lot of C names. Chandler Jones is on this list. He's, uh, I think, he's in jail. So. That sounds right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. We're, uh, right. Who's playing us out? Uh, play us out, Big Wild. Big Wild, play us out. It's time. All see right. You, we'll see you.
And you're home. 